name's Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. My name is Hamad Zaidi, and I have a disability. This is Limping on Cloud Nine. Hey, Jonathan, guess what we're doing today, man? We just moved back into our home after nine months of being out. Oh, man. <laughs> Crazy. You know, for those of you who have been listening to this podcast since the beginning, we had water damage, massive water damage, on July 17th of last year. We moved back home April 17th of this year, which is to the day nine months. We basically had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Although for family and friends, no, we didn't have a baby. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> we've been gone for nine months. So there are boxes all around me. It's crazy. It's going to be a complete mess for a long time. They're not done yet. So we still have work for the next three to four weeks. Oh, man. Right? So I'm saying that because if people hear drilling in the background... It's just my contractor. I'm not on a construction site. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at home, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's going to make, make the construction guy's uh, life a little, uh, a little more hectic trying to work around you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I told him. I said, I'll just go up to the room and do the podcast there. You keep working. I need to get this place done as fast as I can. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, today I want to talk about my love for UCLA. You know, because it is by far the greatest university on planet Earth. (laughs) I know there's people out there that say, oh, that guy's out of his mind. But I am out of my mind, which is is partly why you listen to me, right? (laughs) So anyway, here we go. Let me take everybody back to the year that I was in kindergarten. And all I will say about that year is it was many, many, many years ago. I was at recess. And at recess, I found... A snow cap. I mean, a lot of people call them toboggans, right? Yeah. But it was like a little snow cap buried in a snowdrift at recess. And it was blue and yellow. And I walked over and I, I pulled it out of the snowdrift. And it had this really cute little baby bear on it. And, and four letters. And the letters were UCLA. So I'd always been taught not to steal things. I really wanted to take it home. But it was like a little snow cap buried in a snowdrift at recess. And it was blue and yellow. And I walked over and I, I pulled it out of the snowdrift. And it had this really cute little baby bear on it, right? Yeah. And, and four letters. And the letters were UCLA. So I'd always been taught not to steal things. I really wanted to take it home, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I thought about tucking it into my coat pocket or, or inside my coat, but I was a little kid then, and I'm certainly a little man now, right? <laughs> so if I put a little cap under my coat, it would be obvious that I'm trying to steal something. So I did what every well-respecting little nerd kid did. I, I took the cap back to the school, and I turned it into Lost and Found. Yep. And when I turned it into Lost and Found, the lady looked at me and she goes, I'll tell you what, Hamad. Actually, she didn't say Hamad. She could never say my name right. She said Hamid. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, Hamid. If nobody claims it by the end of the day, it's yours. So then I did the rest of the day of kindergarten. And I'm telling you, Jonathan, every four minutes, I was looking at that clock on the wall. Yeah, yeah. As it ticked ticked away to like two o'clock in the afternoon at 201 as soon as the end of day announcements ended and that bell just started ringing i'm like running back to the <laughs> front office and i get to the front office 
And the lady was waiting for me, and she just had a big smile on her face, and she pulled it out of the desk, her desk, and she's like, nope, no one claimed it. It's yours. So I put this cap on, not even knowing what it was. The only reason I liked it is because the Kansas City Royals' colors were very similar. Yeah. So I take it home. I show the cap to my mom and dad. And, of course, their first question is, where'd you get this? (laughs) Right. Right? (laughs) I'm like, no, 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 no. I've, uh, you know, I turned it into Lost and Found. Nobody claimed it, so it's mine. So dad knew all about Los Angeles because he'd been here. Right? Yeah. And he goes, UCLA is a school in Los Angeles. Los Angeles is where your dad trained on Apollo. And Los Angeles is also where all the palm trees are. And it's also where it's always sunny. (laughs) (laughs) All year round, it's warm. And so, bing! Right? (laughs) Light went off off my head. I'm like, it's 21 degrees outside. It's snowing. I'm always frostbitten. Right? I hate cold weather. I can't stand cold weather. The only thing I ever loved about cold weather, and I still do, is when we were young, what we would do at that same school, at the kindergarten, Yeah. is we would take trash can lids off of trash cans and then slide down hills. <laughs> that was fun. But besides that, it's just too damn cold, Jonathan. I hear you. It's just... You know, and I know you live in, in on the East Coast. It's always, it's cold there. Oh, yeah. You gotta, oh, yeah. It's cold. Oh, yeah. Right? So I started to dream about UCLA. And then John Wooden, who was the famous UCLA basketball coach who won 10 national titles in a 12-year span, mm. he was at the tail end of his run. So UCLA was a name that you would hear on television, even living in Kansas. Yeah. I started to watch UCLA basketball on TV. I started to see the UCLA football team on TV. Mm. And that's what made it click for me, Jonathan, because I thought, you know what? It's freezing outside. I mean, it is cold outside. And these boys are playing with palm trees (laughs) in 75-degree weather, right? Yeah. So I started following UCLA sports for a couple of months. I mean, I've always followed them, but after a few months, my dad goes, my dad and mom both, they go, are you still fascinated with that school? And I'm like, yes, I, I want to go there. <laughs> and my, sis, my sisters are like laughing, like, sure, sure. You know, you're going to wind up going to KU like everybody here. And I'm like, look, there's nothing wrong with Can- the University of Kansas, but I want to leave. I yeah. want to head west, young man. And the, the crazy thing is, I thought that the universe was just guiding me. I know how crazy that sounds, but I do believe whatever leads you guides you to where you're supposed to be. Don't you agree with that? Totally. And to top it off, right now, my season tickets at UCLA basketball is right by John Wooden's daughter. So and now she's a friend of mine because it's been like five years and, and I love her. She's wonderful. That's awesome. (laughs) It's just really weird how the world finds a place for you to be if you're meant to be there. And I truly believe that. Totally. You know, so that's kind of why I wanted to to share today's story, to just say, if you you dream about something, you have to take steps to go get it. Absolutely. you, You know, but just know that if you really want it and if you're meant to have it, you will. Don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, you must have had experiences like this, right? 
Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's kind of funny how we, uh, I, I decided finally, like, I don't know, six months ago that I'm going to actually, you know, start writing, you know, a book about my life and my experiences and things that I've been through. And, uh, you know, we, we, I've been moving forward with that. And all of a sudden, you know, we abruptly, <laughs> in March, our landlord was just like, yeah, by the way, you guys need to move out. I want my mom to move in next door. And we're kind of like, oh, all right. That's oh, a- my God, Jonathan, Jonathan, you've got, I know what story you're going to tell. You've got to tell this story. I think it's magic. You okay. got, I know what you're saying, so please continue. Okay. And so we're just kind of like, oh, all right, I guess, I guess we're moving. <laughs> and so, you know, we started, you know, looking for a place and uh, kind of where we were living at the time, you know, before we moved, it's, you know, I want to say it was out of our price range, but we found a great spot for a great, you know, deal at the time we moved there. And so we're looking around there again, and we're just kind of like, man, you know, this seems like prices have gone up in our area. I don't know if we're going to be able right. to find a place around here. And uh, so we just looked back in the place that I grew up in where I, I got my car accident, and we found a place. And so we moved back to, you know, back to the town I grew up in. Not only did we move back to the town I grew up in, we literally moved into a place that was like, I'm, you know, three to 500 yards away from where I got my car accident. And, you know, now, th- and I just th- decided th- to write the book, you know, so it's, it's just kind of funny how it, it brought me back home. Well, think about that, people. I mean, just think about what Jonathan just said. He moved back to the hometown that he grew up in, and he's living three to five hundred yards away from where he had his accident that ultimately made him blind. Yeah, yeah. And the, and, and the most beautiful thing about that statement you were meant to be there, my friend. You're meant to be there. It's where you're meant to be to write your book. It's where you're meant to be to, to you know, help your local congregation. It's really where you're meant to be. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, and like I said, that, that it just came out of the blue. We weren't looking to, to you know, eventually we, we said, oh, it'd be nice to move back there someday, blah, blah, blah. But it, it wasn't of our own volition. And we just, like you said, Hamad, when the opportunities come up and, you know, you... you that's the whole thing about having dreams and wishes and hopes. Like you need to be proactive. You can't just sit there, you know, so to speak. You can't just sit there and be like, "Oh, someday it'll happen." Well, it will happen someday, but you need to work on it every day for someday to become a reality. Right? Don't yeah. You think? Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Anyway, I could ramble on, but that's what I wanted to share today. Oh. Can you tell everybody about Toys Accessible? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, definitely. So go to toysaccessible.com, and that is a website where there are toys that are catering to children with all types of disabilities, whether it be physical, uh, you know, mental, uh, learning disabilities, uh, you know, all, all types of disabilities. These toys are geared towards children with, you know, again, like physical disabilities, blind, deaf, uh, you know, autistic uh, learning disabilities, and so if you have a loved one or if you have a child yourself, you know, trying to find some you know great toys for your children to play with, uh, toysaccessible.com is the place you want to go because again, these toys are built with uh, these various types of disabilities in mind when they're when they're made. So definitely check that out. Yeah, great. And then you know, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, people, you can email us at info at limpingoncloud9.com. Info at limpingoncloud9.com, and that is nine, the number nine, not the nine spelled out. Thank you so much for listening. Keep the comments coming. We're going to try to do two podcasts a week. Yep, and don't forget you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. Uh, You can find us everywhere and anywhere possible. And, you know, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for downloading. 
and we'll talk to you next episode. See ya.